y'all know about sports. You are now, you are now, you are now, you are now listening to the Best Damn Sports Podcast, period, 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 period. Welcome back, everyone, to the What Do Women Know About Sports Podcast. I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. Victoria, welcome back to another week. Yeah. So, you know we got to start off with our... Uh, St. Louis Cardinals here. So uh, they've still been struggling, you know, per usual. So they are currently playing against the Angels. And, you know, Albert Pujols, a former Cardinals player, is now on the Angels. And they're on their second game of the series, of a three-game series. And uh, the Cardinals are currently beating them um they are currently playing right now today um so it's four two in the middle of the eighth so as of we as we speak they are still leading almost two games to three so let's keep that momentum going they do play the athletics next in the two game series so just need to keep it up y'all let's keep it up i guess i mean i think the I'm just going off my own personal opinion here. I think the Blues winning, um, I think that may have put a, a new drive in them to like want to play better and do better like in this particular, in in this baseball season, which is a good thing because um they need it. So I'm happy about the wins that we have been getting. I think we're getting back to what is supposed to be Cardinals baseball. So I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. Um, I really like the game. Um. I think the first game they had in a series against the Angels with um with with like Albert Pujols coming back to St. Louis, that was a really special moment. Like when he walked back up to bat, like the entire stadium cheered for him. Um, he dapped up. Oh, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah, he dapped up Molina. I thought that was a really big and special moment. So I'm 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 proud of that. Good job. Oh, cool. Good job, St. Louis. Cool. <laughs> you know, because some of the fans still mad that he left in the first place. So, business, get off it, business. you know, is, whatever. The, um, so, as fans, we need to understand that, granted, um, we like certain athletes and stuff like that, but when they get traded and or they ask to be traded, it's business. It is, it's a business, like, first. It's a business first. So, they do what's best for them and their family. Not what's best for us as fans in the city. It's, it's whatever is best for them. So we can be mad for a minute. Fine. But it's been like a couple of seasons now. Gotta let that hurt go. <laughs> I'll let it go. Um, the Cardinals are still in the National League, and we are still sitting third in the Central, which is pretty good. We're holding strong in that. So. Still first. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> we tell you like you and well, I hate the Cubs, y'all. Y'all understand? Like I don't like them. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Like when the Cubs won um, that World Series in like the last couple of seasons, like when they won that mm-hmm. year, I definitely, I definitely was not in the. I definitely was the person who was never going to say like congrats to the Cubs. I definitely wrote like congrats to the baby bears. Pity. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm 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 not a fan. So that's but that's just me. I'm not a fan. Okay. So while we're on St. Louis sports and the city, um the city is still on a high from the St. Louis Blues winning their very Ooh. first championship. Um the the season for the St. Louis Blues um, to defend that title, the very first game of the of the nineteen twenty season is October second. So if you want to be in the building in the arena when they raise that banner, when the players get their rings, that date again is October second. I'm definitely trying to buy a ticket. Oh, I definitely want to go too, and it'll be my first hockey game, and I would love it to be that game. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to go. I'm definitely trying to buy a ticket. Um, I think that's going to be a very special moment. It may be uh-huh, a moment. Yeah. Oh my God. just to see them raise that banner. Uh, I'm here for it. Yes. I, that's going to be dope. So, yeah, again, congrats to the uh, St. Louis Blues. Enjoy your off season, Guys, live it up as much as you can and then get back to work when it's time to uh, start practice again for the next season. Yep, yep. Um, so let's transition, you know, into my favorite topic, which is girl power and women empowerment. Last week, we told you guys about the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team and how they are on this quest um, to defend their World, um, their World Cup title. They are still on that quest. The women have now entered into the knockout round where it's, it's where now... Each time you play a team, if if whoever loses, they are out completely and you keep moving forward. So the women in total in their group, they have scored 18 goals. That is a group record. And they have also they also have not allowed a goal like from any of their opponents. The women are kicking butt. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm all about that, man. So uh apparently there's there's still uh better than the men's soccer team, which I'm not, we're not getting into that, but. <laughs> I mean, the men have been winning too, so let's not say like they suck, okay. but the women are just, and here's why we harp on the women so hard. It's because of all of the um, disrespect and the backlash the women get for being great at their job. So I'm going to give them all the praise because because of the fact that they work just as hard and they are probably even better than the men. So I'm going to give them all that. I'm going to give them everything um, they are due because I'm, I think they deserve it. And so, yeah, and so apparently uh, the U.S. women's team um, in the U.S. soccer, uh, they're going to agree to a mediation over gender discrimination uh, uh, pay or whatever. So... I think it's really sucky that um, they are still fighting to be paid what they are worth. That sucks. It does. But a lot of people were, like, I think I mentioned previous podcasts that they were saying that because the men's soccer team, they're bringing in more revenue than the women's team. So they're not making as much money or whatever. So, which is kind of it's sucky, but pay these women. Like, really, just pay these women. Simple as that. That's all we want. Pay them what they are worth. They work just as hard. They play hard. They win. They have championships. They have World Cup titles. Give them everything that they are due. Give them that. But yeah, give the women everything that they are due. Like, I 
I honestly feel that it's sucky in any sport where there is a men and a women's team for, I don't feel that it is right for like for it to be a discrepancy in pay. If the women play hard, work hard, win titles, all of that, just like the men, they should be paid, if not the same, equally. Give these people what they are due. Like, I don't understand what's so hard about that. I don't. Honestly. I don't. And I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I'm all about the girl power, like women empowerment. Um, I feel that women are in a lot of cases are still like, like very much looked at as the lesser. Mm-hmm. So in terms of these women who, who work for it, they are probably the best in the sport. I'll just pay them. That's the bottom line. Like, I know I keep saying pay them, but yeah, pay them what they are worth. Give them their coin. True. So that's the bottom line. Um, and while we're still on the topic of women empowerment, I want to just shine a light on a young lady. She ran track for um, LSU. Um, her name is Shakari Richardson. She is not the fastest woman, not the fastest college athlete. She is currently the fastest track star, period, at the moment. Nice. And Not the fastest woman, but the fastest person ever. The fa- Listen. That means men and women. Yes. <laughs> and she was a freshman this past season at LSU. She has made it known that she is going to pursue track professionally. Like, congratulations to her for that. I think you should go for it because clearly this is your talent. And stop knocking her for her long nails. Stop stop doing that because she is not the first and nor would she be the last female person to uh, run track with nails and long hair don't do that <laughs> don't diminish her talent like that people like that really like irk me like so we feel so just because she has long nails and she got long hair that stops her talent no no yeah i hate that don't diminish that like focus on her raw talent okay she's the best period Okay. But Stop. people will but I think that people will look past all of that and focus on what they don't like about a person. Of course. Trash. Which makes them trash. And it's always people who sit behind a computer screen or behind their phone who um who are not doing or living up to their potential. So they feel like I'm gonna be a troll online and like bring somebody else down. That's what we're not gonna do. Sorry. That's what we're not gonna do. So I think I believe that she is in training or I'm not sure if she is, but I think going to the Olympics may be her goal. The next summer Olympics is next year. It's it's summer 2020. It will be in Tokyo. And as of Thursday, we are 400 days out. Listen, I'm so excited for the Olympics. The Olympics is probably like my favorite thing, like when it comes around. Oh, of course. I love the Olympics. There's just so much going on. So many different kind of sports that you don't see every day. Yeah. I'm so here for, like, swimming. Like, it's not... Uh, we don't, like, always see or watch track and field. Um, uh, unless you go to track meets yearly. I don't. So, for me to see, like, the track and field portion, that's going to be awesome. The swimming. However, the swimming is not going to include Michael Phelps because he did retire. Oh, okay. Um... But I'm excited. Like it's gonna be like the it's the water polo, the it's it's the indoor volleyball, the beach volleyball. I'm mm-hmm. excited for it all. I love it. 
I love the Olympics and I also love the World Cup. So, so like, I think that's why I'm focusing a lot on the women's soccer because this is their World Cup championship. Right. So we are 400 days out. If you are a fan of the Olympics and Team USA, just make sure to um, be on the lookout for that and just and and more of those updates because it is coming. So what city is it going to be in? It's going to be in Tokyo. Tokyo. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be in Tokyo. And I think in 2024, I'm not sure what it's going to be, but I know in 2020, it's going to be in Tokyo. Nice. That's going to be nice. Like yeah. I, I heard that Tokyo is like one of the coolest places to visit. One of the places that I want to go to. Yeah, me too. I heard it's one of the coolest places to visit. I can just imagine like what their opening ceremony is going to look like. Oh my God, it's going to be bananas. I'm excited for that. I'm very excited. So, if you follow our Instagram or our Twitter, this past week was the 2019 NBA draft. Much anticipated. Or was it? (laughs) I think it was. So, in my opinion, I do think it was much anticipated. And here's why. Um, Zion... Zion Williamson. Oh, if you yeah. if you do not know who he is, living under a rock. You are living under a rock. I don't know what your problem is, <laughs> but he is going to be a beast. He is. I, I I definitely see, and I was watching his like reel, like his um, you know, like his basketball reel, whatever you want to call it. Dude, right. dude is powerful. Dude, his size. Like, have you seen his size? Yeah. Oh my god. He's going to be a beast. I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him, uh, Ja, uh, 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 Ja Moran. Ja Mor- yes, and um, and RJ yes, I can't wait to see them three. So Zion Williamson was the number one um, draft pick, and he went to the New Orleans Pelicans. That squad. First of all, let's rewind. If you are not aware, a trade happened over last weekend where Anthony Davison. No, not Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis is going to the Lakers. And in return, the Pelicans are getting Brandon Egram, Josh Hart, and Lonzo Ball. Thank God they're going. What? Victoria. What? what? Huh? Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. So I, feel, uh, so I feel with that young core plus Zion Williamson, Oh, the, the Pelicans, or they may, so, uh, they may be on something. Yeah, Pel- yeah, GM was doing something because I think they, they feel like I feel like in that trade plus the number one pick, I feel like the Pelicans got the better end of that trade. Oh, for sure. Heck yeah. Anthony Davis, though, I hope they, I hope that was worth it. Now, here's the thing: I'm not taking anything like Anthony Davis in, like him and LeBron, like Anthony who. I'm Anthony Davis. I don't know why I want to keep calling him Davis. <laughs> call him AD. So, right. so with AD, like um, um, him and LeBron, I think like that may be a good matchup, but they are both, in my opinion, like number one players on separate teams. So for them to come together, that they have to figure out like what's going to work. I feel like they can. It's just it's not, I'm not concerned about them two per se. Yeah. I'm more concerned right. about their bench. I'm more concerned. I'm concerned about the bench. Who else is gonna, who else is gonna start with them two? Because who else do you have? I think Kyle Kuzma might be a starter. I mean, he is already a starter, so that's cool or whatever. But like, where's your bench? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's gonna work out. 
and, and because of those reservations, that's why me and many other people feel like the Pelicans, they got the better end of their trade. They definitely did. <laughs> so, but I'm still stuck on, I'm trying to figure out how it's going to work between like LeBron and AD. Because I think they are both like number one players like in separate on separate teams. It's going to take a lot of adjusting on both parts if they're going to work together as teammates. No, I think they, I think they can get it done. Like LeBron's definitely excited about him coming to the team, so I don't like I said I don't have a problem with that. That's not an issue. I'm just more concerned about who else is starting and what their bench is going to look like, and is the bench going to be able to help out if they're sitting down? I mean, that's what I'm more concerned about. And we are still in the off season. Anything can happen, so who knows? So, but but like as for but as for now and today. That's currently what's going on with those two teams. So, like Zion, um, um, Zion Williamson, um, he went number one. I'm really excited for him. When he was talking to Maria Taylor and he was crying with his mom, listen, it, it, it almost got me. It almost got me. <laughs> because if you are an athlete and you are, and and your dream is to go pro, and you hear your name called. That moment is probably like a lot. That's probably like, man, I made it. My parents, they sacrificed everything for me. I'm here in this moment. My dreams are now reality. I, I can give them everything back that they gave me. That's a big moment. Yeah, like, yeah I definitely shed, shed a, uh, a tear for um, watching the NBA draft. <laughs> was it a tear or was it four tears? Which More, more than that, but... <laughs> No, for real. Like just seeing seeing these young dudes like living their dream, their dreams coming true, and and what made me more happy was seeing their fathers present. Like that's a big deal. Oh my god, big big uh, because John Moran, um, he was the second pick, and he went to the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, he made me tear up too. He made me tear up, and to see his dad throw with him, I'm like, it was. They're awesome. sacrificing their NBA dream to help their kids, like. I think the draft is one of my favorite times of the NBA season just because these young men, their dreams are, are finally coming to light. Like, this is what you have worked hard for. This is it. This is this is that moment. So I want, I want them to revel in it and just sit in that for as long as you can because this is this is your moment. That's amazing. Yep. Um, I will say that my favorite college team, as far as men go, um, is Duke. I love Coach K. Um, so Duke had three of their players who were in the draft went in the top ten. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, and I think that was the first since like three of the uh, Gator, like three of um, I forgot yeah. which which uh, NBA players were in that that draft, but it was like three uh, Gator. That played, you know, with the Florida Gators. Um, that were in the draft, that like the top three. So um, I know two of the players, like for the Gators team, being I think the, I think the year, if I'm not mistaken, 2009, was, I think. Okay, and I know one of the players was Al Horford. Yep. The other one was um, um Joe Kim. Oh, I can never get his name right. Um, Joe Kim Noah or no, him. I know it's him. 
but I forgot who the last player was. But I think these three players are on whether they were the first, like, since them. So I think that speaks um, to the testament of Duke's program and how um, – and just how hard they work. And that's for any program. Um, that's for any college program and those players, like, who, who like who – who come from different universities or different college programs? Um, it just speaks to that testament as to as to as to those coaches, those training staffs, just how uh, much these just just how much work these young men put in work just to get to this moment. So that's really exciting. Me and Victoria, so listen. Me and Victoria were given updates of every player who was drafted. We had listen, and I. Not hey, let, let's say not every. We only did the first round because that's the only thing people care about. <laughs> but you know what I was shocked about? So, Bobo was like the top picks to be selected in the first round. This dude didn't get didn't get selected until like the second round of like what the forty? What like, I think really injured. I think I think maybe that may be the cause. So that could play a part. Yeah, but I'll be <clears throat> I would be a little skeptical too. Yeah, he was forty fourth. And I think by the And I think that's probably why I think he may be injured. Yeah, but then again, this dude this dude is like <laughs> he's like seven foot two and he's two hundred and eight pounds. Like I would be a little worrisome. Cause that's like injury prone, like that's a big that's like a, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably why teens were kind of like kind of skipping over them. Yeah, I think they were. But I do know once he did his press conference, like on one of his statements were, I am I want to prove everybody wrong. So you take this momentum of of you going in round two at number 44. You take that and put everything into that just to prove them wrong and to say, why didn't you pick me before? Why did you pick me ahead of time? Because exactly. Draymond Green was drafted in the in in round two when he was drafted. They thought that he was probably just like a regular player. Look look at him now. Like dude has three championship um titles. Um he was like the DOP one year. So listen, you take that and put that to your game. That's what all these players have to do, basically. And just because you're number one or number two or number three don't mean yeah. nothing either. Most of these number one drafts disappear like yeah because so. i saw a post earlier today that said that in 2009 the memphis grizzly selected at number two um it was a player that i had never even heard of like i don't even i don't know uh, yeah i don't know his name at all but he was selected over in that particular draft in 09 they picked him over um steph curry james harden and it was another player. So just imagine if the Memphis Grizzlies were like, we have picked James Harden or Steph then instead of that other man, what type of team like they would have or what type of team they could have been. So it's all about I really feel like the, the draft is a game of chess. It's a it's a it's a chess game. And sometimes it's not always about picking the most popular player or the player everybody wants. It's a. It's about picking the player that's going to work well with your team, when, when whatever um that coaching staff is trying to do. Exactly. That's that's, that's right. all that it's about. That is that's it. 
you pick the person that is going to give them your team that's going to give your team the best chance of growing into something major and then making sure that you all win a championship. Oh, and just to clarify, we were talking about the uh, last time that the uh, that three people from the same mm-hmm. team were in the top three. So it was in the 2007 draft, and it was Al Horford, Corey Brewer, and Joaquin Noah. So that was the last time. And so from two, 2007 to 2019, that's what, 12 years? You know, it's, too, it's, it's uh, math wasn't my greatest. Yeah, math is not my thing, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> but you get the drift, y'all. It's been a long time. If my math is off. Please do not judge me. Okay, it's not my thing. When I was in school, it's not my, it's not my talent. But y'all, but y'all get it. It's been a long time. Okay. And so for um, I think it's Zion Williamson, um, R.J. Barrett, and it was also um, Cam Reddish. So for them to all come from the same program and be drafted in the top 10, that's a big thing. That's a major thing. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see like what these young dudes bring like to their game or to the NBA. Like, uh, in the, um, I definitely cannot team. wait. Oh, and uh, what else uh, we have to talk about? So you know... You know, Ice Cube has that uh, big three thing going on, or were the um, yeah, I watched the uh, I watched it. It's, it's the big three. Yeah, the big three. So I actually like the big three league, and I think it's an awesome idea. I think that is genius. I like it. It's really cool. If, if you've I never too. watched it, I think it consists of like retired NBA players, but but they're still very much active into into basketball, they play against other players. And very- like former former NBA players. And if you don't know what the big three is, for those of you living Under a rock. In, back in ancient times, basically. big three is basically a professional like three-on-three basketball league that was founded by Ice Cube. And the coaches, I know for I know for a fact like one coach is is um is like Allen Iverson. Oh he's a coach now? He was He's actually played, but I don't think he like continued. Well, he was a coach. <laughs> he has played before. I think the one season I watched, he was a coach. Okay. And then um, no. and Gary Payton was a coach too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Cooper. Yeah. Was a coach. Uh, Rick Barry, um, Charles Oakley, Kenyon Martin, Julius Irvin, Lisa Leslie is going to be a coach this season. Okay. I'm, listen, Lisa Leslie is phenomenal. Sorry, I like her. Play. I like her. <laughs> oh yeah, she she about to be coaching. Okay, so I'm excited about this season, and I think look, Lamar Odom is finally um playing. Oh yeah, he's finally playing in the season, and that's I cannot wait for him to to you know play the sport that he loves. I can't wait for him to you know to start playing and um. Uh, 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 Shannon Brown, you know Monica's uh, yeah, ex. Yeah. Yes, he he's playing in the big three. He he sure is. He's a co-captain. Yes, he so uh, yeah, he's gonna be playing this season. Uh, Gilbert Arenas gonna be playing on the same team with Lamar Odom. So I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm not a fan of Gilbert, but I get it. Me either. Agent Zero. No, thank you. He's a complete zero. It's a no for me. 
throw, throw him in the garbage. But what? But I mean, I guess have fun. I'm, I'm not a fan of his. I am a fan of Lamar Odom, and so to see him come back from everything that he has went through, I will watch for him. Oh, I will watch for him. Um. Definitely. So, so in the world of the of the NBA offseason, I think the NBA offseason is is one of the most exciting times in the NBA season because anything can happen. Anything is possible. So, according to reports this week. Per Steve B. Hoop on Twitter, Al Horford is no longer discussing a deal with Boston, and he will and he will enter a free agency and sign a three or four year deal somewhere that's not Boston. Wow, people are fleeing. Want to flee Boston? So my question is: Is this the end of the era, or what could have been a great era in Boston? Because I think Kyrie is out of there. I think he's leaving. And Terry Rozier, I think, wants to leave too. Nah, baby, you stay. Oh, oh. All that drama you caused, you stay. You stay there, baby. Baby, you need to stay. <laughs> no, no, you stay. You, you are the main one who was saying like, if certain players come back, I don't be here. No, but no, baby, you stay. Stay put. Don't go nowhere else. You stay. Ah, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but no, these are his words. Yeah, I know. I know. I saw the interview. So why are you trying to leave? No, you stay. You stay where you at because because in your mind, you feel that you were better. You stay. You stay exactly where you at. Um, that's I, that on that. Got you. <laughs> I'm serious about that. I I'm still <laughs> mad at the fact that like if like for you to go on a a national type. Um, TV show and, and say these things about your teammates. I don't care if you and your teammates fight in private in y'all locker room, but in public you defend your guys. And he did not do that. So I don't have no respect for that. But that's just me. In um so if you follow the Instagram, I posed a question this week and one of my questions was on the Instagram story was um is Kyrie the element that Brooklyn needs? Because as according to rumors, Brooklyn is where Kyrie is headed. Yeah, I'm gonna need him to make a decision because uh I'm just trying to figure out where he's gonna land. And um But the yeah, question I, I, is I, though, is is he the element that Brooklyn needs? Because as I reported last week that if Brooklyn gets Kyrie, they are not keeping D'Angelo Russell. Oh, so think? it's okay. it's so I'm I'm asking you this like now because um um you have been a firm advocate and you've been standing on the fact that in your mind like you don't feel um that Kyrie is a number one player he's a number two so if he goes to nope. Brooklyn he's going to have to have a number one there already because if not he's going to be that number one. Well, I don't know how that's going to work out because I don't know if he's gonna run into the same problems that he did with the Celtics like I don't know that's why I'm curious to see where he lands like um here's my take I think that Kyrie he has the potential to be a number one um I think he needs the right pieces around him I, I think he had those pieces in Boston Boston was a, they were a for real, for real contender. 
Um, so I'm not sure. I don't know like what kind of happened during this season as to where it didn't it didn't play out the way that they wanted it to. But I feel that Boston could have been that for him. Okay, I can see that. But in regards to him going to Brooklyn, I honestly do not know. I don't know because, like, who else is in Brooklyn that is, like, you know, a number one player that's going to get them over that tipping point? You know what? Let's find out, shall we? (laughs) I mean, so. uh Uh, So looking at the roster, I mean, you got D'Angelo Russell, which you say he's probably not going to be there, which I don't know. Uh, you got Jared Allen, you got Allen Crab, you got Joe Harris, Harris Lavert. I don't listen, J- Jared Dudley. Uh, not much of a team, if you ask me. So I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm listen. I'm looking for that that jazz fingers. As to say, if Kyrie goes to Brooklyn, that this is going to be everything that he needs, and 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 I just don't feel like Brooklyn is there for him. But what do I know? Ah, uh, we shall see. That's the exciting part about the off season, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I also posed the question of: Do you think that Clay Thompson? With his injury, on um, will um, like resign with the Warriors. I feel like it, and his dad. This is his dad said that he may resign with them. So yeah, yeah, he probably will. His dad definitely feels that um, Clay doesn't want to play anywhere else, and and I get that. I get that. Um, you want to stick with whatever team that took you, like for your whole entire career. Kobe did just that. <laughs> Even though he wanted to leave for a split second. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't think Clay is going to leave, but then again, it's the off season. I'm never too confident. So um my second my third question was, is K D leaving the bay? Meaning is Kevin Durant with his injury, is he going to be leaving the Warriors as well? He may sign on for a year and then um next season leave. That's what they're saying, so I would so, so here's my I don't want him to leave the Warriors, but like whatever is best for him and his career, I'm all for that. Um I thought the Warriors this and this is just me. And it, it may be the biased in me. I thought the Warriors was a great fit for him. Um but I also thought the Thunder was a great fit for him as well. So I think the Thunder was more of a good fit. So I still don't feel like he fits on with the Warriors. That's just me. And most people feel the way you feel. So, my next question is to you, Victoria. Um, this is like twenty-one questions. Um, my question was: um, Can LeBron and AD um, take um, the Lakers all the way next season? Nope. Listen, you don't. You, no. Listen, I'm gonna need for you to start thinking about these questions I ask because you just don't think at all. You you just know they won't. Told you. I already told you. I'm not worried about them too. I'm worried about their, and it's not. It's not about to be about them too either. I'm worried about who else is starting and their bench. So, do you think LeBron and AD can take them at least to maybe round one of the playoffs? 
They may be can do that, but if they can play well together, then yeah, it's possible. Like you said, anything is possible. I mean, listen, Brandon and Whitney Houston said, "I just want to see how that. I just want to see how them two work together." I do. Which I said, not going to be a problem. To, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think you will, but that's just me. And I, why do you think that? because because um LeBron James is LeBron James, and then like Anthony Davis is his own like star power name in his own right. Okay, and Kobe was Kobe and Shaq was Shaq. What's the problem? Two different eras. <laughs> it's all about an era? It's all about an era? It's not about an era, but it's two different eras and also two different type of players. Ah. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I don't, I don't I don't see that I don't see where there's gonna no. be a problem. On LeBron and A D, in my opinion, they do they both can shoot a three. They can do all of that. Shaq stayed like he didn't do. He was like that that monster, like as a center. That was him. So you saying? So you saying LeBron and AD can't can both can, both cannot like what? <laughs> so you saying they both can't be just, like? So I'm not saying it can't work. I just I just have to see it work because because just thinking about it, I don't think it it kind of so like me being a Lakers fan. I don't see it happening, but I never know until the season starts. I never know. Well, all right. Like I said, LeBron seems excited. So. Well, I know one person who was not excited about this trade at all. Who? Lonzo Ball's daddy, LeVar. Uh, uh, he doesn't matter. He does not count. He said this was a big mistake. And I'm improvising. He said this was a big mistake, and the Lakers will never win another championship. Yeah, um, I'm not worried about his opinion too much. It's my take on Lavar Ball, and it's bittersweet, like like in a sense. As an athlete, you want your parents to believe in everything you do and support you to the fullest, and I feel that's what he does with his sons, which is great. As a spectator who's who are as a spectator who is sick of his antics, he does the most. He does the most. Because Lonzo, in my opinion, he didn't live um he did not live up to the height that his dad put on him. So and that's just me. Like I said, I don't care too much about his opinion. So uh I mean it's funny. Yeah, whatever, but Ah. <laughs> he childish. That's about it. It's funny, <laughs> but that's it. Like I respect him as a parent, like doing everything in his power to support his kids. But but some of the stuff that he says, he he can keep that to himself because it's a bit much. Um, in some exciting news of our favorite athletes, um, Space Jam Two will feature some of our favorite players in the NBA and also the WNBA. So, according to reports, um, Space Jam 2 is going to include um, Damian Lillard. That's your guy. Yep. Um, Anthony Davis. Okay. See? They're getting along just fine. No. <laughs> Clay Thompson. Okay. Alright. Um, Diana Taurasi. That is my favorite basketball player, okay. man or woman. Right. And Neka Ogumake. She plays for the Los Angeles Sparks. 
currently. Okay. I'm, I'm still not down for Space Jam 2, but whatever. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not down. I'm not. Here's the thing. I don't feel... I don't feel like you should mess with a classic, but it's okay. Uh, it's going to be so trash. <sighs> we haven't even seen it yet. So how are you going to be trying? But you just said you weren't down for it either. What are you talking about? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not with this Space Jam 2. <laughs> I don't know. This is, this is for the new era kids. This this isn't for the 90s kids. We're not watching this. <laughs> Us 90 kids are not watching. We're not checking I'm, for this at all. This is late two thousand babies. This is for those no. late bloomers. <laughs> this is for those two thousand nineteen drafts <laughs> draft Because I'm just not a fan of this. Like, no. I don't feel like you, you should mess with classics. However, we're in a world now where a lot of movies are being remade, so this probably is a part of that. Yeah, people have no originality. I hate it. I just hope because I mean, so just because I'm not here for it, that doesn't mean I'm not going to go watch it. Just I don't know. They'll wait till it comes on HBO or something. Yo, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it. I'm just not. It's not. Nah. I'm like, oh my god, yes, Space Jam too. No, not no, not there. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, we missed a trade like headline. Um, Mike Conley. Um, per this week as well, Mike Conley. Um, has been traded to the Utah Jazz for Jay Crowder and Kyle Corver. Okay. That's... Yeah. Hmm. So, I like Jay Crowder as a player. Um, I think he... I think he brings that aggression to the game. Um, and I like Kyle Corver. Um, he's a shooter. So, we're going to see how this works out for... Um, Let's see how this particular trade plays out when the season starts, too. I'm looking for more trades and, like, more big headlines because that's what makes the offseason what it is. That's that's what makes the offseason so great, in my opinion. Hmm. I think, I think in this offseason, I think most people are looking for that big headline of what's going to happen with Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, um, um, Kyrie Irving, and also with Kawhi Leonard. Because granted, Kawhi just gave Toronto, or he helped get Toronto their first championship, but the question still remains: Does he stay, or is he going to, or is he going to the Clippers? As so, I've been reading. I'm not sure. I mean, hopefully he'll stay. But it's Kawhi I mean, Like, do you really think he's going to stay? Think about it. It's Kawhi. I think so. I think he'll stay. Do you think he'll stay for one season and then leave? I think yeah, I can't look that far, but I think he'll stay. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I don't know. However, I will say this: the Toronto Raptors win. Um, congr- I thought they deserved it. They earned it. They played. They were the better team in that series. Um, but the win seems kind of iffy. To me, and here's why. I feel like DeMar DeRozan should have been on that squad. Well, I mean, <laughs> things happen. So that's just like a, that's just like um, you know, um, uh, Steve Kerr being the coach of the Warriors after um, 
Mark Jackson. Yeah, after he has coached them to become that winning team, it's, it's kind of like this situation. I know. It's a, listen, I told y'all before, best, the NBA or any league is a game of chess. That's all that it is. It's about the it's about power moves. It's whatever is going to benefit um you and your squad the best or your team as a whole. That's literally all basketball is. It's a game of chess. I mean it's unfortunate, but I mean it's just how I mean, it goes. Shit happens. But I mean if he if if he was still on a team, would they have won though? That's the thing. It's just all about the better better team betterment of the team, so um, so you asking that if DeMar DeRozan was still there and Kawhi Leonard wasn't with the Raptors. Right. Exactly. See, and that's something we, we will never know. Exactly. We will never know that outcome because when he wasn't a the team, they, they didn't make it there. So that's something that we will never really know. I don't know. I'm, I would hope if, if I was Kawhi and I just got the team I play for the first championship, I would stay. So I would stay because I see the potential in us to um, try to defend that title. So I would stay. Um, before we close out, because it's getting near, let me just listen. If you follow us on on Instagram and or Twitter, and you write us comments or you um. Or write us DM. First of all, let me say thank you. Um, and thanks to all of our followers and stuff like that. But what I'm getting at is when you um when you write us a comment and then you, you try to check us and you don't fact check, that's what I'm not gonna do. So the the other day we were doing updates of the draft and some <laughs> person who doesn't even follow our page, I'm going to um, take a guess. And yes, it was a man. He wrote, and I'm going to read the comment. He wrote, that's why women don't know sports. The Memphis Grizzlies picked him over. They picked him on via the Oklahoma City Thunder. And he is referring to Brandon Clark. So Brandon Clark, because I let him know, I replied, Brandon Clark was selected 21st in round one by the Thunder, but then he was immediately traded. So if you're going to um, try to check us and say, like, what we don't know about sports because we're women, make sure your facts are straight. Okay? Because clearly, I don't think he was watching the draft. Clearly, I don't think he was watching. Like, if you are going to do stuff like that, like, I'm all for, like, your negative comments and stuff like that. But just know that we are going to respond. We are going to reply. If you give us a comment and we know that we're correct yeah. and we're, like, whatever <laughs> we're saying, just know I'm going to check you after the fact. So, thank you to whoever this person was. It just lets me know you were just trying to be a troll. We appreciate it, though. It lets me know you were watching us. And we appreciate that. This was like this was a really um quiet week in the world of sports. Yeah, not too much going on now that um uh, hockey and basketball is over with. I mean, well, baseball is in full swing. It, it still is because that's a long season. But you know, uh, you know, we still got the WNBA. If you haven't checked that out yet, please check it out. If you do not watch their games on ESPN or 
I think they're on ESPN or I think CBS as well. They um, the games are on um, League Pass, so if you pay for that, make sure you check them out on League Pass as well. Um, if you do not follow us on our social media, our Instagram page is WDWKAS Podcast. And if you follow us on Twitter, it's going to be What Do Women Know One and Know and Spell K N O and the number one. This was a really chill week. Yeah. I'm hoping for more excitement in the next coming week. That's just me. Sorry. <laughs> I like when stuff is ex- I like when stuff happens because it, it creates more of a debate and I like to debate people. More of a right. Yeah, you do. <laughs> more of a conversation, yes. Yeah. I'm very competitive because I wanna be right. Sorry. <laughs> I wanna be right. Um Well folks, as always, I am Bree Nicole. Now I'm Vicky D. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.